live with R.W. Estella for his feature, A Word in Edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Today is the 135th day of 2012, this leap year that has 231 days remaining. Some might say, oh, don't be so sanguine. If we figure the much-bandied rumor that the world will end in the winter solstice this year, we have only 220 days left. But I would direct doomsayers such as those to the recent work of William Saturno, a Boston University archaeologist who, with the help of Max Chamberlain, an undergraduate student, and others in an expedition to Zultun, Guatemala, a little while back, found a fantastically preserved mural on the interior back wall of a small ancient building. Brian Vastek of the Washington Post writes that the mural, quote, is also the oldest known preserved Mayan painting, close quote. Calendars depicted in the mural span some 7,000 years, going well beyond 2012's winter solstice, and therefore, writes Vastag, quote, destroying any notion that the Mayans predicted the end of the world to occur in 2012, close quote. So we should all be glad to know that. Much of the first half of the year automatically makes me feel richer than the second half of the year does, as if knowing that I've got 200 days left or close to 200 days left before the end of the year provides some kind of comfort. That buffer of time affords me a sense of plenty, whereas the second half of the year begins to steadily ratchet up an anxiety that time is running out. I suppose in general that's what calendars are for, looking ahead. Two fleeting weeks from now, for example, Memorial Day will be upon us. That last Monday in May, observed in the United States in commemoration of those members of the armed forces killed in war. Prior to 1971, it had been observed every year on the same date, May 30th. The decorations for Memorial Day will be going up soon, and yet every year it's interesting to see the way that many folks ban the transition from the first half of the year to the second half of the year by continuing Memorial Day decorations into Fourth of July decorations, so that they have a continuous span of patriotic colors during the middle of the year. And what of the warriors, the patriots who are at the foundation of holidays, such as Memorial Day and the Fourth of July? This past Friday, I made one of my all-too-infrequent visits to the Veterans Administration home in Bangor. A pilot's association that I'm a member of has many venerable, elderly, no longer flying members as well. From time to time they pass on, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. On Friday, two octogenarians of the pilot's association were at the VA home. One had been there for over a year now and could be there for a while yet. The VA home will probably be his last residence. The other arrived just last Thursday, having been released that day from St. Joseph's Hospital in Bangor. The former's mental capacities are failing. The latter's physical capacities are failing. Everywhere at the VA home are similar examples among the 140 residents. Also evident is the loving attention and care being bestowed by the CNAs and other staff at the home. My advice to anyone in doubt as to whether or not life is a fragile and amazingly valuable thing is to visit the VA home in Bangor, sitting on a hill off the Hogan Road just above the Penobscot River. Hi, this is R.W. Estella. 
WERU-FM is the kind of radio station not found often in the world, run predominantly by volunteers with only a few paid staff members. WERU-FM is an example of one of the most cost-effective organizations on the planet. For a relatively small and reasonable sum, listeners gain access to a universe of possibilities. Please do what you can to support this wonderful endeavor. Thanks and good listening. From Ordo Maine, have a great day. Lost in the records.